Happy Monday, everybody. This is Mary Clark. Welcome to my podcast, Mother Mary Monday. Every Monday, I'll share discovery stories, life lessons, and encourage you to seek and find your best you. It's February. How did that happen? I feel like I was just talking on the podcast saying it's a new decade and it's a new year and now it's a new month. It's February. That means it's fashion month. Um, February 2nd is Groundhog Day. How appropriate <laughs> because I can't believe if you would have told me 15 years ago that um, for the next, for 12 years, this will be our 12th, you are going to spend two chunks of time a year taking models that you've discovered in obscure places or walked into an open call or whatever it is, or somebody sent you a picture on their phone, or as in the case of Millicent, somebody we didn't even know in Texas who used to live in St. Louis meets her mother at a book study and says, hey, I think you need to know these people. And fast forward, now she models for us. It's all these, these crazy, lovely, wonderful parts of what it is to do what we do for a living. And um, Fashion Month the joys and the pains of Fashion Month. You know what? We do love it. The interesting thing about this time is that every year, as much as you want to go into any situation, and our human nature is to want to know what's going on, um, you simply can't. And I think that one of the greatest lessons that we've learned doing what we do for a living, and I remember many, many years of parents going, trying to say, hey, it'd be so much easier if you could let me know what's going on, you know, in the future. Can you speculate about this? And we would always say, you know, we don't know. And that's part of the beauty. And either you adapt to the beauty of not knowing, or it drives you crazy and you walk away because it's not gonna change. Um, I think we've learned to thrive in it. Um, Jeff was just talking today about whether or not he's going to Milan and I just laughed at him because I'm like, we're, we're not gonna know until, we may not know until two days before you go. Anyway, I digress. It's February and um, this is the first time that I'm doing a podcast, you know, so I, I will have a topic, and I'll make my little notes just as reference points. I have my timer over there, so I keep it to a 15-minute. I pride myself on not going over time. Um, but this is the first time that I've done a po podcast with no notes, only because I don't need them, especially for this particular topic. And it didn't even hit me, honestly, until yesterday that this is an important um, reminder for all of us. Again, last week, it's just a hard week when you lose an icon, but I, and then you hear of all the families that were lost in the helicopter crash. Um, but beyond that, I saw a little snippet on ESPN this morning, and I thought it was really interesting because he was talking about 
we look up to people because of their accomplishments and you learn of the work ethic of Kobe Bryant. No, he was not a perfect human being because guess what? None of us are and that's okay. So, you know, focusing on, I don't know, that's a whole other topic that I would get off on a rant. But I think that what what this ESPN commentator was saying is so true. The thing beyond all of that is the reality that he's a dad. He was taking his daughter to a game, which we all do in our life. Um, it was a very normal family thing that you do. And his life was cut short in the process. And it happens every day on freeways or there's emergency medical things. And, and you can't focus on that because God doesn't give us the spirit of fear. And so we're, you know, with the epidemic that's happening, the coronavirus, you, you can live in fear. Um, it, you can become overwrought with anxiety. You can focus on the wrong things. I've learned that everything is what you look for. I've based my whole entire life on looking for the good and striving to see sometimes what can't be seen. Um, and I love that. I'm realizing now in this new season of our lives, having celebrated the milestone of, you know, 25 years of doing something, then you start to go, well, what is it beyond that, that, that we can share, that we can give? And, um, and so that's why this podcast is really fun. So I got a beautiful thank you card and I just realized, I swear to you, I didn't plan it. <laughs> that the thank you card matches matches my hair and my sweater. <laughs> Look, Kenny. <laughs> I didn't even, and it's sparkly. Oh my gosh, it's so great. Through the years, I've gotten lots of thank you cards. People send us thank you cards. And it's a, it's a, it's a uh, lost art. My mother and my grandmother, I don't know if you experienced this, but they would, when they would send greeting cards, my grandmother and my mother would always date the card. And our daughter, Tiana, I've noticed con has continued. I don't know if she still does it because you send less cards. Like that's the thing about social media and texting and DMing people. Um, and I've decided that I'm not going to lose the, the art of sending a card, a handwritten note. Oh my gosh. Even more importantly, not an expected happy birthday or whatever it would be, but thank you. This card came in the midst of a day that was a lot going on. And I, at the time I was like, Oh, it's such a nice thank you card. Look at honey, it, a mom of one of the new girls that we met with who drove here from Minnesota, um, in the midst of winter weather. Um, and we just liked them. I love how we're constantly meeting new people from all kinds of walks of life. It's the joy of what we do. Um, and so she sent the card. I glanced down because she really took a minute to write. And then I had it on my desk and I had forgotten that I hadn't even read it. And then I, you know, mentioned it to Jeff how thoughtful and how much I appreciated it. And it's the card to both of us. So yesterday we're sitting and I read it out loud to him. And I just, it really made me stop and think of the importance of saying thank you.
the value of saying thank you. I really try and pride myself on living a life of gratitude and appreciation because I do think it changes everything. You know, it's your perspective. It's, it's the manner in which you walk. It's how you see, see things. I love the word edify of, of acknowledging people. Yesterday we went to dinner. Was it yesterday or the day before? It was the day before. It was the day before. The Uber driver was so awesome. And when I went to get out of my car, they do this a lot in Paris or sometimes in New York, but it doesn't really happen that often in St. Louis. And Jeff will always kind of go like this to remind me, oh, wait, he wants to open the door for you. And he opened the door, and I looked at him, and he was just one of those men that had, like, this sparkly, happy face and the value of looking somebody in the eye and just saying thank you. Throughout the day, the cashier, I've started to notice at grocery stores, how many times people don't even look the person in the eye at the cash register and say thank you. We're all here or distracted or whatever we're doing instead of a thank you. We have models, a couple in particular, um, that just tend to send thank you cards, written thank you cards. One, her name is Lindsay, and another one is Allie. And the foundational um, thing, that appreciation, the taking the time to write something down and to send it, I just think is a lost art. And I think it's really lovely that these families have raised their daughters to do that. It's a, it's a small thing that's a giant thing. And I think in today's world, first of all, there's beautiful cards everywhere. I just realized one of the stores at the mall is closing that has beautiful paper, and I love good paper, and I love, um, I love cards. I love beautiful things. Jeffy was just trying to send me a message. That's why I looked so distracted. I have to get my, my hosting skills together before I end up on The View. <laughs> I have to practice that. Anyway, I digress. My point is, there's nothing so lovely as getting in the habit of saying thank you. So thank you to the people in your life. Somebody asked recently how I, what are you saying, honey? Huh? Oh, I know. Thank you, honey. I was already going to talk about it. I love him so much. I love him so I love him so much. Okay, perfect example. I was thinking about our relationship because now that we have young adults, children who are navigating in a different level of relationship, we're always trying to just guide and say things that we've learned through the years. Um, and I realized that Jeff and I say thank you to each other a lot. We live together, we live in a live workspace together, we work together, we're a married couple, we're partners in business, and we're best friends. And I thank him a million times a day, and he thanks me. <laughs> he is convinced that I have some sort of special mojo superpower in making his scrambled eggs. <laughs> he is like, when we open a restaurant, we have to have Mary's scrambled eggs. In his mind, he just thinks they're the best scrambled eggs every day. And every day I make them for him, or almost, or several times a week. 
And every single time he says thank you, he it's it's a little thing, but it's a thing that makes you feel appreciated. Or sometimes I'll go and he's already made the bed. I'm not going to not go, thank you, honey. An acknowledgement. It seems so silly and simple, but it's not. It's huge and significant, especially over time. It gives value to we're in this life together, and I see you and I appreciate you. The little things add up to big things. Um, what he was trying to message me. He forgets that I, first of all, I need reading glasses, even though I have contacts. And he was writing with a little wimpy pen on it. I'm like, honey, get a giant Sharpie and send me the message. <laughs> but he brought up something, which was the other reason. It was the combination of this simple, lovely thank you card and a message that we got from one of our models. By the way, this is my giant hat box of through the years of thank you cards that people have sent. And it's overflowing that I need to get a new hat box. But do you know when you're having a bad day, a lovely thing that you can do is go over to something like this hat box and remind yourself of the little ways people appreciate you. We got a text this week from one of our models, Jay. Jay Wright. And she goes, hey, I'm just feeling a little extra loving today. My emotions are in this place. And I just wanted to say to the both of you, I love you and I appreciate you. Thank you for what you do in my life. Little thing came on a day that that encouragement made a giant difference. I don't know who it is in your life that maybe you're, you think that you're saying thank you to, but you're not. Maybe it's a boss, a coworker. Maybe it's somebody 10 years ago who used to encourage you all the time. We had a model over Christmas, a great guy, Aaron, who we hadn't seen in years, who back in the day traveled and modeled, and he was in our neighborhood, came, wanted to say hello, came in, introduced us to his lovely girlfriend um, and her daughter, he has a great career. He's always been just a kind and thoughtful person. And he just wanted to say thank you for what we had done in his life. And I can't tell you what that meant to us. So today, all I want to do is remind you of the value of saying thank you, not in a text. Um, send a card, look somebody in the eye, Pick up the phone and let them know that you appreciate them and tell them thank you. Have a great week, and I will talk to you next Monday.